Hi there, Not Too Taboo listeners. It's uh, Gretchen and Slade at uh, another home edition of Not Too Taboo. This actually legitimately hurts my face right now. Wait, I got to explain to everybody. They have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I probably shouldn't have left it on for the podcast. I was wondering what you were doing. Tell them what color my face is. Um, Gretchen is wearing a beautiful <laughs> combination. Just, you know, it's uh, it's late in the evening. It's like, okay, Baby. let's confirm what time it is. It is 1041. Okay. And we finally have Skylar down. Yep. We lit some candles. Yeah. Set the mood. We set the mood. We are freaking exhausted. Yeah, we're pretty tired. <laughs> we're and so tired. Gretchen has popped into studio wearing a bright pink robe, <laughs> a little white fuzzy bow thing <laughs> holding her hair back, and her face legit is bright green. <laughs> By the way- You kind of look like you've been dating the Hulk. <laughs> By the way, I love how you say we stepped into studio. It's at the end of our bed in our bedroom. <laughs> like you act like we're in a like a little That's, like we, we, is shelter this not the place. Is this not the studio it's area? It's the studio, but okay, it's hilarious there you the go. way you just said stepped that. Stepped in. Stepped into the studio. Yep. Um, yeah, you guys, literally, Sundays I like to have be a little bit of like my self-care days. And I didn't get a chance to do that today. Today was another one of those days. I don't know. I think I actually know, as a matter of fact, because one of my friends had sent me a DM about it. I think like the it's like a full moon or something weird's going on or like Jupiter's it was coming in. 120 freaking degrees today. Yeah. It was. Or like Jupiter's coming into Saturn or whatever those crazy things are that happen <laughs> in the universe. Because Did you say Jupiter's coming into Saturn. <laughs> yeah, something like There's that. There's going to be a collision of planets. No, like like crazy things happen. Are you and talking then, about astrologically? Yeah. And then oh. what happens is like just everything goes to crazy town and literally for a week. Everything has been legitimately in crazy town for us. It's been a little crazy. It's like been a really rough couple of weeks, wouldn't you say? Yeah, very much so. Like really, really There's rough like couple of weeks. Three, three of my family members in the hospital. Yeah. Three. That's crazy. Like one's in the middle of a major operation and I get the phone call that the other one's going into ER. Yeah. Yeah. So like, first of all, let's talk about that. Like- I mean, first of all, you many of you guys know that like Slade's son Grayson has been suffering with uh brain cancer for many, many years. And um, you know, just like every time we turn around, every time we think he's like doing good again and something's headed in the right direction, we get the call and it's just like he's going back in for his hundredth, you know, surgery. I think this was sincerely like his eighteenth or nineteenth surgery. 18th, right? Yeah, I think it was eighteenth or nineteenth, yeah. Um five and a half hours. Yeah. And it's such a bummer because, you know, they're not letting anyone in. Yeah. We we snuck up uh, to his floor during admitting and they kicked us out. Yeah. Um, everybody got kicked out. Yeah. And uh, his mom couldn't be with him. Crazy. Five and a half hour surgery. Actually, they were three and a half hours delayed. So, like, we're all waiting. We're downstairs waiting. Three and a half hours delayed starting the surgery. The, the four hour surgery ended up being five and a half, almost six hours. Because it just took a lot longer than they had anticipated. Then he goes into recovery. Well, then they won't let you see him. Like for the next following yeah, day, like literally the next they morning, took him for nine a.m. or something. Uh-huh. Crazy. They took him away for like yeah. almost twenty four hours. So it's yeah, horrible. So, yeah, it's so horrible. horrible. So that was like you know a kick in the gut that you have to like stop life, stop everything, and just you know get up to the hospital and just mm. be there with Grayson and just you know. And then everybody here is like on the. On, on their knees praying and making sure everything goes well because any time that you have um, a major surgery like that, it's just so scary. I mean, they're opening them up. They're they're working on 
something in his spine now. I mean, it's just crazy what this poor child has had to go through. God bless him. It's the worst. I mean, it's just, you know, he's been through so much, and he really is like an angel on earth. But that was gut-wrenching. Um, it's the worst feeling, by the way. Like, I constantly pray, like, why can't I take his pain away? Like, why can't... I'd rather be me. Honestly, I'd rather be me. Yeah. And you just, you feel so helpless that he has to go through all this stuff. So. Yeah, and I think any parent out there can relate to that. I mean, maybe not to the level of, you know, what you're going through with him having brain cancer for so many years, but I think any parent out there can relate to when they see their child in pain, they would do anything in the world to take that pain away from their child. You know, like it, it literally hurts your insides when you can feel and sense that your child is going through something. It's like you would do anything in the world to take that away from them. And so that's just, you know, that alone is a gut-wrenching feeling. Then on top of it to know that like their child, that your child might, you know, truly like you're, they're opening them up. You never know if something could go wrong. Now they're operating around the spine, like just crazy stuff like that. So it's just, that's tough. Sorry. That's very deep. But then mom went, your mom went into the hospital. Dad went into the hospital. Your dad, like we just, one thing after the other. Then, oh my gosh, you guys, like the laundry list. I'm just sharing this stuff with you guys because I want everyone out there to know you're not alone. Like if you're having like a rough time in life, like you're not alone. Like sometimes the highs are really high and sometimes the lows are really low. And these last two weeks have just been really hard on us. So we actually lost our nanny that we've had for nine months now. We love, love, love her. She was crying. We were crying. Everybody was crying. And unfortunately, she didn't realize that with her um, what, what her, is it? Her teaching credential. Yeah, her she, teaching she had just credential. graduated as a school teacher. Yeah. So her teaching credential, um, one part of her teaching credential, I guess, she didn't realize was going to require her to uh, this internship part of it was going well, to require she has to, her. Yeah, to, it's it's postgraduate. Uh, she had to shadow a master teacher. Yeah. Like she thought she thought she had another year with us before yeah. they were going to actually have her do that based upon placement, but they immediately called upon her and. So now for the next several months, she'll be shadowing a master teacher and has to be available like seven, seven to five every single day. So we we lost her. We were so sad. Like, I mean, literally when you, for Slade and I, like finding the right nanny has been so important to us and having somebody in Sky's life that, you know, truly is just connected with Sky and that we feel confident about, you know, as much as I've been heavily involved, if you guys follow me on social media, you know how active I've been with all the sex trafficking thing that's going on. And, you know, like, gosh, like I just, it's deep and it's heavy and it's hard. And it's like, I just think every day about Sky and her safety and all this stuff. So like the person that you have in your home taking care of your child so that you can work, so that you can take care of your family, um, you know, it's a huge responsibility to take that on and make sure that you know who that person is and how they're with your child and if they're teaching their child and encouraging your child and all those things that go along with it. So um, so that was tough. But I want to read something um, <clears throat> from her. This was really cute. So I want to tell you guys this really cute story. So when we did Skylar's baby shower, we had this gal by the name of Tammy um, who did all the invitations for the baby shower. And she gave us a very special gift for Skylar. And it had this beautiful poem on the outside of the box. And it was just this really beautiful poem about all, all the places that Skylar would travel throughout her life and all the people she'll meet. 
and that when she turns 18, she wanted me to give this gift to her. So I open it up and it's the book, Oh, The Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And it's, you know, that really cute book that I'm sure you all know that book. And Tammy said to us, um, please make sure that every single person that's special in Sky's life, whether it be grandma, grandpa, a teacher, a nanny, a caregiver, um, a doctor, anybody in Sky's life, be sure to make or have them sign the book so that when she turns 18 and she goes off to college, you can give it to her and she can read all the special notes from everybody. I'm going to cry. Such a great idea. Totally going to cry. So when she gave me this gift, I legit cried. Like, I got to say, honestly, probably out of all the gifts I got for Skylar, this was by far one of the best. And this just goes to show it's the simplest and smallest of things that can make the biggest impacts. You don't have to spend, you know, a bajillion dollars and buy the big, you know, to-do gifts and all that. Just the thoughtful, really cool gifts like this have so much meaning to it. So anyways, our wonderful caregiver, Courtney, wrote this to Sky, And she said, Sky, I have loved every minute watching you grow into such a beautiful, smart, and silly little girl. You're such a bright life in everyone's life. I know you are meant to do great things. I'm going to miss seeing your gorgeous little face every day, but this isn't goodbye. It's see you later. I love you. XOXO caregiver Courtney, your first nanny. Oh, totally makes me cry. Like, I just, she was such a good human being. And that leads me to my next thing of who out there wants to be our nanny? No, <laughs> just kidding. No, um, I swear we're going to get like 9 million calls now. No, we are in the process of looking for another nanny because, oh my gosh, I know many of you have been through this. We literally had. Two other people come in and it just was not working out. Nope. Not and good. Here's, here's the hard part. Everybody knows this. I'm sure that if you're, that are parents that are out there, they've dealt with this. People always kind of, you know, put that best foot forward and try to mm-hmm. pretend to be something that they're not maybe mm-hmm. when they, when they, when they, cause they want the job mm-hmm. and then you spend a week with them. And, and then really, you're like, the, whoa, whoa, this is not yeah, going not, not okay. to work out. And, you know, Slater and I are pretty easy going. Like we, we don't. Who's, who's harder, me or you? You're probably uh, you're probably tougher. Well, I think it just depends on on what it is. Honestly, I think I don't think we're really. I don't even think we're hard. I just think that we. Well, we're particular. Yeah, we're particular, and we we have a very specific, um, you know, need that we want met when it comes to our daughter, and Skylar is, um, very active. And she needs to be stimulated constantly because she's so freaking smart, this child of ours. <laughs> yeah, you show her. She sees something one time. It's, and she's got it mastered. I she know. You don't even have to show her. That's the problem. No, like, she she'll figures figure it, it out, out on her own. Yeah. She, does anyone else have a child who's 14 months old and is able to like stand on a horse? Uh, <laughs> like balance in a full with pike one <laughs> position with one leg off to the side, <laughs> like she's auditioning for Cirque du Soleil. It's insane because our child is doing this. Like it's, she's already climbing. Like she wants to climb everything. You guys, she like is so smart. She takes the break off the straw. Like I don't even know how she knows and, and how she figures things out. It's crazy. But oh, yeah. yeah, remember when you thought you were really smart and you parked the stroller so she could kind of play with it and get her toys out of the bottom of it? And she looked at you. She looked back at the stroller. She looked at you. She went down there and went, eh, flip, undoes the brake and starts walking <laughs> starts away with the stroller. The stroller. She pushes the like, stroller away. Oh She's my like, God. yeah, I'm out of here. I'm taking my toys yeah. with me. Yeah. I mean, and it actually, it's so funny because there's so many people on social media that reach out and it's like, 
oh my God, your daughter's like really smart. And it's like legit like pediatricians and like people that like would know. And they're like, whoa, like she's really advanced and really smart. Have you noticed that those people reaching out are not necessarily reaching out to say, hey, congratulations, you have a really (laughs) smart child. Oh dear. They're like, hey, you (laughs) guys are screwed screwed. (laughs) and I get some help. Yeah, it's like really intense. But the thing is, is that, you know what, she is. She's very smart and you just have to keep her very stimulated and you have to like interact with her a lot and you just she's just smart so she gets bored easily <laughs> and um and so it's just been we're very particular about who we have there and who's really like good with her so we've already had like a couple nightmares already and i'm just like lord help us please send us somebody that is just good and you know i've just decided people are crazy that's what I've decided. Legit. <laughs> like, right? There's enough of it out there for sure. Like, it's just so yeah. weird. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it's so hard when you when you you are with somebody and you think they're so great, everything's going great, da da da. And then all of a sudden overnight, they just the like go to crazy town. You're like, wait a minute, what? Like, what happened? Like, I don't even understand. And then what was so funny was this one gal that we were working with, she was young and really like younger, like 22 or something. And so next thing we know, like dad's calling and like total drama. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I get on the phone with the dad, so dislayed. And we're like, look, and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sure you hate that the dad's calling. I said, no, I go, I don't hate that the dad's calling at all. I go, as a matter of fact, I'm glad the dad's calling because we have a daughter of our own and we'll probably be protective and looking after our daughter too. But your daughter's Guaranteed. not telling you the full scoop, buddy. So here's yeah. what happened. Here's the here's messages. How it went down. Here's the communication. And beyond that, like, you know, if you say that it's important to you that your daughter, you know, has a good work ethic and integrity with what she does, then here's the scoop. And so the good news is that when we explained it to him, he was like, oh. yeah he's like i'm sorry he's like i'm sorry he's like it was my bad i was the one that was like telling her you know people that are in entertainment they sometimes try to screw people over and like all stuff and i was like okay whatever and and like that's the part that i hate sometimes is like when you are you know somebody that's in the public eye they already have like a pre-determined like thing about you. And so they just automatically assume you're going to be like every other person in entertainment that well, they come across that they've had like a bad situation with. And it's like, they just assume you're going to be those same people. And yeah, it's like, here's what sucks though. On the reverse, uh-huh. a lot of people in the entertainment space uh-huh. get screwed totally. because you're in that space. All the vendors want to up the fee, charge you three yeah. times as mu- yep. much money. You guys got a, a bunch and they take advantage. Yeah. So like everyone's on their guard. Yeah. Right. Because of the experience that, you know, we've had in that yeah. space of people trying to do that to us. Yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's it could very, go both ways. It go both, sure. goes both ways. So anyway, sorry, that was like a whole long story, but I just wanted to say for all those parents out there that have ever struggled with like changing of nannies, finding new help, doing all this, like I last week, and I think I, I did a whole story on it on my social. I was just like, man, like, thank God for my faith, <laughs> because right. if it wasn't for my faith, I would be six feet under, yeah. because I do not some days know. It's it's hard. And that's the other thing I want to mention. Um, I actually am in a Bible study now with a group of women, and um, the book that we're studying is called Anxious for Nothing, and it says, um, Finding Calm in a Chaotic World. And I just love, I'm loving this book. I love this author, Max Lucado. 
He um, is a New York Times bestseller. He, I think he sold like 140 million copies of books. Like, like just amazing, right? Wow. Um, and he's written many, many books. And gosh, do we not all need this book right now? I mean, Anxious for Nothing, Finding Calm in a Chaotic World. Right now we are in such a chaotic world. It's like insane. Um, but this is this couldn't have come at like more of a perfect time for me in my life. And what was really cool for me was when I first, um, when we read the first chapter, the very first verse that they touched on is my favorite verse ever in the Bible ever. And I was like so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally like meant for me, like this Bible study and this book, because it's just weird when like you, the one book that you end up like doing this Bible study with, it's like your well, favorite verse is the very first verse that they talk about. It's not weird. Someone say that's a sign. I know. So anyway. And what I find interesting is that you, you're sharing all of this with our listeners, which is so sweet for you to do. You haven't even shared it with me. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I know. But by the way, we never talk. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, thank God for the when, show. <laughs> when do we ever talk legit? We go to bed every night now. And like last night, we finally cuddled for the first time in like months. And I was like, I miss you. <laughs> right? Did we cuddle? Yeah, remember we cuddled and then you tried to do sexy fun time with me. Did you slap my hand? Yeah, like twelve times because you kept trying to do sexy fun time and I was so exhausted and I was like, "Don't even." But then we cuddled wait, and it was. Wait cute. a second, you started it though. How did I start it? You said grab my butt. Well, no, I didn't say grab my butt. I said touch my butt because we want to a man <laughs> that means grab. No, you know what that means. What is the one thing that puts me to sleep? When I touch a butt? When, exactly. When you rub my butt, that's the one thing that puts me to sleep. And what's the one thing that happens when I touch a butt <laughs> and then I sometimes grab your butt? <laughs> you don't go to sleep, do you? You want sexy fun time, I know. Okay, so you guys, um, I wanted to just share this little bit because I think this might help some of you if you're struggling out there with some, being anxious. Okay, so my favorite verse ever is Philippians 4, 4 through 8. And, it, it, and what it says is, Rejoice in the Lord always. Always, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good rapport, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Okay, so the part that I want you guys to take in is I love it when they do um, like abbreviations. What's the other word for abbreviations? I was trying to think of that today. Another word for abbreviation? Yeah, like, you know, when like, you take, to like... to abbreviate? No, like when you take a word... Yeah. And you make, like, a... You make it, it smaller? No, not, you, you make, like, a... Um, is it called cinnamon? 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 <laughs> not cinnamon. You, you make, I, I thought cinnamon. <laughs> no, you make, They're like not a, our sponsor, but they should be. Not a synopsis. What's the word I'm mm. looking for? I you don't mean know. You, you wish you had a... Wait, is this the word five verses with four... Oh, I'm not even going to be able to say that word. Why can't I say it? Ad, admonitions? Admonitions? <laughs> I think people really tune into our show to hear you sound out large, lengthy words. Can you do that Where's again? That word? Where? What is that word? You know what sucks is I can't see it in the dark. Oh, you're such a liar. You, can, you can't say, you say it either. Do you see it? The A? See? Oh, yeah. Admonitions. Admonitions. What's that? 
Uh, I don't know why I don't know what that. See? Five verses with four is probably actually. That means like abbreviation, right? No. That does not mean abbreviation. No? Oh. <laughs> what does it mean? So you have to even look it up yourself, you tool. Well, I never claim to know what it means. Well, you, you know everything. You're like a walking thesaurus. I can't believe you don't know what that means. What does that mean? Hold on. No, but there's another word for. Um, yeah, see? What uh-huh, does that mean? Uh-huh. That's what? what I thought it meant. What? It means the act or action of admonishing authoritative counsel or warning. Wait a minute. You can't use the same word in the sentence to describe it. That doesn't even make sense. The old judge's animations to the jury and his point was particularly weighty. What What does it mean? <laughs> I hope we understand what it means. Okay. Forget That's that. That's what it means. It's the act or action of admonishing authoritative counsel or warning. I don't even know what that means. That doesn't even make sense to me. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. They, Gentle um, or friendly reproof, remembering the ad, admonitions to keep it simple. That's my point. It's like an abbreviation. That's another way of saying abbreviation. You tool. There is nothing so, in here that says abbreviation. No, babe. Read what that just said. It says counsel or warning against fault or no. oversight. The principles, admonitions against bullying. Oh my gosh. Synonyms, more example Synonyms. Sentences. That's the word. Synonyms. Synonyms. What's the word? What's the word? It's cinnamon. Cinnamon. See? Cinnamon. I was trying to say it. I'm not crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> that just took us nine I would like ways. to confirm to all the listeners, we're not even drinking. <laughs> Like, that's the word I was looking for. Synonyms. Synonyms? How do you say that word? Why can't I say it? Okay. Anyway, the point is, is that I'm totally getting off track It is synonyms. Synonyms, right? Yeah. Yeah. So synonyms, also, aka abbreviations. That's not an abbreviation. Oh, my God. Let me finish so you'll understand. Okay. So when when you start um, breaking down that verse, you guys. And if you're ever struggling with something, you think of the word calm, right? And if you break down the word calm, C-A-L-M, and each um, letter stands for something. So the C stands for celebrate, which is in correlation with rejoice in the Lord always. Are you looking, are you paying attention now? <laughs> I'm looking up your synonyms so you have a proper definition because I don't know where you get abbreviation from, but that's not mean abbreviation. Okay. Well, it's anyways. words that mean the same thing. It's like when you have a word and you're trying to find something similar that means the same thing for a sentence. Okay. Well, whatever. That's I was saying the wrong word. The point is, is that um, whenever you're struggling with anxiety, think of the word calm and I think of the word CBD. Go ahead. And practice the word uh, or practice this thought process of calm. So the C equals celebrate. So celebrate God's goodness. The A stands for ask. Ask God for help. The L stands for leave your concerns with him. So um, the L stands for leave, which I just said. And the M stands for meditate. So meditate on good things. So that breaks down that verse with all those different things and with the synonyms of calm so celebrate, ask, leave, and meditate. So when you're struggling, think of those things, and hopefully it will bring you back to a place of calm and happiness. Okay, I'm that was so like, glad we got through that. You know what? I'm really mad because I, I envisioned that being much different than how that whole thing just went down. That's <laughs> all I have to say. <laughs> well, this is why they call it Bible study. I feel like it would be, I thought that was going to be like an aha moment, and instead that turned into a shit storm. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, so, I got what you. I got what you were trying to say. So my point being, you guys, I feel that, calmer that you've actually oh, Lordy, expressed that to me. This book is full of so many great nuggets. So if you guys are out there struggling with anxiety, I would totally recommend picking this up. It's a great read. It's super easy to read. Um, and I think it can really help all of us through, you know, a rough time, whether or not you are spiritual or godly or not, this really truly is just a great book for anybody that's struggling with being anxious. So thank you for sharing Gretchen. Um, you're welcome. Slate. So nice. can we chat a little bit about what everybody's doing now that fall is back in play? Can you believe it is September by the way? Like what no. the heck happened? Cause it was like really hot today it was it was not a fall hot it was like stuck in the middle of like southern mexico hot it was like the sahara desert it was, it was insane 120 degrees in the valley did you know that yeah 120 like crazy it was just shy of 100 degrees here and we're by the beach do you know that death valley hit i think they said 130 degrees and it's the highest temperature ever in the whole world ever I did not know that. <laughs> I think that's what they said ever. Did like you know that. the human head weighs an average of eight pounds? <laughs> Do you know? Did you know that giraffes' necks are 100 feet tall? I No, I don't. I have no idea. I just made that up. Did you know the tallest tree is about 367 feet tall? I know. I learned that the other night. Did you know the planet is 70% water? <laughs> okay. How many more do you know that we're going to do? That was the last one. Sorry. Okay. So now I'm off track. What was I saying? You were talking about how hot it was, and it's now, oh, co- it's now okay. very late into the fall. Yeah, it's very hot. No, it's not very late. It just started fall. But the point is, is that I can't believe it's September. Like, 2020 has sucked ass, right? Like, it has been- It's been a bad year. It's been a bad year. Like, so many Horrific hard things. Year. So many crappy things going on. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, thank God for our faith. Because had we not had our faith, I don't, I'm not sure how we get through this. It has been a very rough- challenging 2020 mm-hmm. but we're we're gonna i'm excited actually about this month because we have some really great guests yeah we do and, and the exciting thing about it is we're trying to do our part to change how horrific 2020 has been yeah so we're gonna start off with major williams yeah he's gonna come on gonna talk a little bit about the governorship and all the crap that's happening in the state of california give us just a new a new spin on things and how we should be viewing you know what's happening with our state which i think is really mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. We're bringing on Tim Ballard. Yes, we are. Tim Ballard has a new film he's promoting, but Tim Ballard is an ex-Homeland Security officer who has given his life to ending uh, child sex trafficking. Yeah. Very important topic. And he's rescued like over 4,000 children from slavery, which is incredible. It's unbelievable. And the new film that's coming out is is amazing. We had a chance to screen it the other night. So Yeah, it's called The Sound of Freedom. So we're excited excited about that. He's coming on because he's going to awaken a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh, about the ways to protect their children, which I think is super important. Yeah, for sure. Then we're going to celebrate a little bit of love. Yeah. Because we have country music artist Jana Kramer coming on That's with, right. with her uh, fiance, Mike Cussing, and they talk about the success of their relationship, their ups and downs, and everything that they've done to uh, come out on the other side. Yeah. So that's going to be very inspiring. Then we have Rachel Cruz. Yeah, which I'm excited about. This that is too. Dave Ramsey's daughter. So if yeah. you ever wanted to know about finance, mm-hmm. what to do because of COVID, everyone's been hurt financially mm-hmm. uh, with this new normal that we're having to struggle with businesses and people losing their jobs and like all that stuff happening. We're going to talk to a financial expert yeah. and see if we can't get some guidance on how to deal with all this stuff. So I'm excited because there's some there's some great people coming. There's well, more on not, the list. Than that, that's just a little taste. Yeah. And not only um, that, but you guys know from the very beginning when we did this podcast, 
Um, we really wanted it to be a place where you guys could come and, you know, have some comedic relief, um, but also just really grow and learn and, you know, touch on subjects. So whether or not, you know, you're Democrat, Republican, whatever, like that's not what this is about. It's just about getting educated and continuing to, you know, know what, what's going on out there. Because I think for so long, I think this election for a lot of people's opening up people's eyes and people, and it's actually sad to see how much divide there is in this country of like, you know, either you're like hardcore Republican, you're hardcore Democrat, and then it's literally like wrecking friendships and it's causing mm -hmm. so much tension and all this stuff. And that makes me sad because, you know, for me, like it shouldn't be like that. Like there should just be respect on both sides, but it's just gotten so ugly and it's gotten so bad and and it's so divided, you know, and it's really sad for me to see that. So I didn't even share this story with you. I thought it was so interesting. So my mom has been so just hell bent, anti-Trump. Oh, really? You know, I'm watching the news and I can't, you know, this is what they're saying about him. And I'm like, mom, I go, here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you, you know, Republican, Democrat, I'm not going to pick a side. We're not going to get into a, a political, you know, debate over anything. But here's what I will tell you. There's a ton of fake news. Yeah. There's so much stuff out there for the fake news and the stuff that they're manufacturing and all this stuff. My mom texts me. Yeah. And she says, hey. I just found this biography, The Trump Dynasty, mm -hmm. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I binge watched the whole thing in the last two days. Yeah. And she goes, I can't believe it. Really? I, I totally understand Trump. Like, I understand what he's about. And he has been saying the exact same, same thing, thing since, since he, he was like 19. It, yeah, Literally. 19 years old about what he wants for America. Yep. The, we're getting screwed on these deals. Literally. Like he, he, and people asked him several times, would you run for president? And he kept saying, no, no, I don't think so. I don't know that I'm the right person for it, but here's what I want for the country. Here's what I want for the country. He has said the yep. same things He's his, been entire life. his entire life. So yeah. consistent. And then you see him in office. And I, I said to mom, I go, look, not the most polished guy. No. They Obviously. probably should have slapped his hand and taken away Twitter. <laughs> they uh, should have done a lot of things for with the guy. sure. <laughs> um, and sticks his foot in his mouth a lot all the time. But you got to kind of respect the guy for just being completely unfiltered. He's not polished. No. He's not getting up but there. But I think that's why a lot of America like loves him. Likes him is because finally there's not a freaking politician in office who's being who's being or, handed these these scripts to read or being handed these speeches right. or what i should say is finally there's not a career politician in there somebody that just you know businessman he's a businessman and he literally runs the company as a business and look you guys trust me i'm not a fan of a lot of the things that trump does and like i said i wasn't like pro trump and i wasn't pro democrat i wasn't like one hardcore one way or the other it was always about you know, the policies and what, what they were speaking on. Now, um, Camilla Harris was literally a voice for women and she was a powerful voice for women during the Me Too movement. And I loved that about her because of the fact that I feel like I have gone through some of my own stuff in that space, in that area of my life. And um, so I liked what she was saying and I liked how she spoke up for the, for the voiceless and, and, um, for these women that had been abused. And we don't typically get involved in the whole political thing. I normally don't, but I like when there's like stuff your, like your this. Your dad's big on it. Yeah. And my mom is kind of big on it. Cause yeah. my mom, my mom and called And remember me. how we've always said, don't have mom or dad talk about politics. Cause Never. your mom was like all Democrat and dad was all Republican. And we were like, yeah. that could go that bad. Could really bad. But it's funny. Cause my mom will call me. 
And she goes, how about this bimbo, Camilla Harris? Oh, and she I, said that? Yeah. And oh. I go, well, I <laughs> go, wait funny. a second. That's is, weird because mom normally is totally pro-women like that. Dude, we were not even going to talk about that. What happened? I don't know. We slid down the political hole. Dang it. That's the last thing I wanted to do. I'm sorry. Oh, well. Let's get back to being parents in the coronavirus era. Um, So I have so many of my friends right now that are legit, like, not knowing how to figure out how to do this whole thing. Like, the homeschooling thing is killing them, right? Like, it's just so crazy. Like, I was in the car yesterday with my nephews and nieces driving down to grandma and grandpa's um, to be at their pool for the day. And I was asking Wyatt who's one of my nephews, how school's going. And he's just like, it sucks. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And he's like, it's so, he's like, it's so not fun. Like being, having to homeschool. He's like, my Chromebook totally died. And I had to go to my friend's house and like this, that, the other. And he's like, we're not allowed to talk to each other on the screen. And he's like, if we do, the teacher gets mad at you. And he's like, the whole thing is just so weird and it sucks. And then I guess, though, they're talking about him going back to school. And I said, well, when you go back to school, I go, how does that work? And he's like, we have to wear masks. We have to be six feet apart from each other. I was like, what? I was like, so how do you play with each other on the playground? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't even think we can, like, pass the ball to each other. We can't even, like, play football. We can't do anything. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So how are you all hanging in there with, um, with like, homeschooling and doing all that? I mean, right now we are not thankfully having to like school, do school with Skylar yet. But we, I think we've made the decision that we are homeschooling Sky um, because we are scared to death <laughs> to put her in school. Um, we're literally scared of school shootings. We're scared of bullying. We're scared of social media. Yeah. And I, and I know that sometimes some of these topics are a bit too taboo. Yeah. You know, the political stuff, is. the sex trafficking, all these things. But, you know, as we've taken a look at it and started to educate ourselves on it, this is stuff people need to be aware of. You can choose to use the information as you want, but this is stuff that people really need to be educated on. Do you guys know that there is, what is the statistic? Um, I probably am going to have it wrong, but I think there's 30 million people enslaved today. 10 million of those are children. Children, you guys. And it can be anything from sex slavery to labor slavery to any so many different things. Well, and the point is, is there's far more slavery today than there was 200 years uh -huh. ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the um, sex trafficking trade is a $150 billion trade, you guys. And it is becoming, um, it's going to soon surpass the illegal arms and the drug trafficking, which is crazy to me. Okay, so That's crazy. if you guys aren't aware of this and you don't know about it, get informed because it's happening. It's happening right in front of us. And thank God that we have an administration that is, you know, putting millions of dollars into um, helping, you know, stop that and helping the victims of that. And I stand with those people that believe in that. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. I don't care what party you are. It means nothing to me what party you are. It means that you are a good human being and you don't believe that treating people this way is proper. So yeah, anyways. Good point. That that will probably bring us to uh, the, this, the question of the day. By the way, this podcast went nowhere in the direction I thought it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. You know. Nowhere in the direction. It was a list all. of topics that w are way too taboo for most people to even address. Yeah, and you know what so, the truth is, is that um, we love having guests and we and you guys always you know talk to us about how you love the guests, but 
one of our one of the things we get the most is do more of you inside, do more of your inside. So we're trying to do that. But again, that's why we end up doing this now 1140 at night. <laughs> so it's like we have to do this in such late times of the night because we're so busy. We have so much work. There's so many things going on um, with the baby and everything else. So we so we try and get these in for you guys when we can. But look at clearly when you let us when you put a mic in front of us, we just start. And we going. just go. And uh, well, and here's the point: <laughs> the point of this podcast was always to dive a little deeper into into subjects or conversations that you know maybe are too taboo. Maybe are too taboo for for regular media, for regular places, mm-hmm. for people to to go to listen to. We we wanted to inspire and compel the people that listen to this show to stand up and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it's really not about you or me. Mm-hmm. It's about being educated and awakened by the incredible guests that are kind enough to come and share their knowledge to our listeners on this show. Mm-hmm. And and that's what it's about. And by the way, if you're like total pro Democrat or whatever, I still love you and I hope you still love me. Like I don't it's not even like that. And by it's the way, it's not about political party. You, but that's you put my it perfectly. Point. Like, it's about I'm not even it's the not principles even, behind those people. Yeah, it's but by the way, I, like I said, I I've voted Democrat before. So it's not like I'm you know, oh no, I'm not this and I'm not that. Like, it's not like that. It's it's just a matter of like the time that we're in right now and what's going on. And that's why I'm speaking out because I feel very convicted and very called from uh, my heavenly father to speak up because I do have a voice and I do have a platform. Um, and really, it really does come down to the sex trafficking aspect of it for me. Um, that's really what has skewed me in such a strong direction one way or the other at this point um, in time. So there was something else I was going to tell you. Oh, because you were talking about, um, you know, things just being like doing things that are good. And and I can't even think of the words right now because I'm so tired. But I just want to mention our friend Lydia McLaughlin has a new show on bravotv.com. It's called Glitter Town with Her Mom. It's so cute. It's campy. It's fun. It's silly. It's literally about spreading love and light. So guys, go spread some love and light. What question should we ask of the day? Here's the question of the day. Um, do you want to be the kind of ind- individual who turns a blind eye mm-hmm. and just kind of roams through life uh, with with some ignorance, mm-hmm. or are you one of those people that's looking to get engaged, looking to get informed about topics that are maybe not too comfortable, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day that are going to empower you to stand up and make a difference in this world? Right. What's going to be your legacy, you guys? Yeah, when you how go, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered? Are you going to be the person that stood up and made a change? Or are you going to be a person that just stuck your head in the sand and did nothing? So that's your question of the week. What are you going to do? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's been another episode of Not Too Taboo. We'll talk at you next week. (laughs) Be sure to download, subscribe, (laughs) tell your friends. We love you guys. We're going to sleep. We're going to sleep. Love you. Bye, guys. (laughs) 